In last week's episode, my mom proposed to me her idea of starting a business, where the mission of the business would be to bring dignified work opportunities to women in rural areas of the world. The first product would be a functional oversized purse that my grandma has already handmade. We would take these bags that my grandma handmade and teach other women how to make them. And of course, we would market these bags to the world so that it continues to fund the women making them. My mom's business idea was inspired by the work my grandma has done all her life of creating shoes and accessories by hand. And also, and I'm not trying to take credit for this, but this is what my mom told me. She was also inspired from watching me throughout this year trying to figure out how to launch a side hustle. So while I'm pursuing my side hustle, my mom talks to me about this idea a few weeks back when I was back home in Texas for Thanksgiving. So let me just quickly rewind to where we left off on in last week's episode. So let's say that it takes another brand. Fabulous. But then I still see Amy in it. (laughs) I see Amy part of the fire behind it in the Mm. sense of, yeah, I have my thing here, but I also have this other side that I'm, that it's under my umbrella. It's under my, yeah, you know, I I still see you there. I don't, I don't see anybody else Mm -hmm. in my heart. My mind is like, no, this is still Amy from what Amy manages. This is Amy's businesses. if, Mm -hmm. If I could say that these are Amy's businesses. This is a story of starting over in your 30s told in real time and how I'm trying to navigate my way through a confusing juncture in life. I have suddenly realized the life I'm living is not the life I want. In each episode, I'll be sharing every step of my journey as it's unfolding in real time, the good, the bad, the ugly. From starting a side hustle to completely reconsidering and questioning every goal I ever made for myself in my 20s, I'll be taking you on this journey with me to figure out my life all over again. So I think in two aspects, people want to feel good that when they are going to buy something and be a consumer of something, they want to know that one, it's not going to hurt the earth any more than we already are. And two, that yeah, they're going to give back to someone else in need in a way that they can. So I think there is a market for this idea because people are paying more attention and they are consuming with a little bit more awareness than maybe before. I totally agree. And I'm I'm glad that you say there's a need now because that need now is a call to action. Mm -hmm. And that brings us back to our conundrum because you and I are in a similar spot Mm -hmm. where what happens to our eight to five, right? And all that it means to give up that eight to five benefits, not in HR benefits, but benefits and overall benefits of our eight to five, right? Yeah. To give that up for what we are passionate for in a different kind of way, mm-hmm. knowing that it's worth it and be okay with what we're going to give up mm-hmm. in the process, right? Yeah. I don't think that's much of a question on my part. As you know, my whole goal in starting this side hustle is to figure out a different way of trading time for money. Leaving behind the nine to five corporate life is definitely the end game for me. I am just trying to figure out how to play this quote unquote game in real time before I quit my job. I definitely want to do something business related. So I think that's my goal at the end of the day. 
Like I initially started with this idea and you have this idea and how do both ideas work best so that the ideas function the way they should. Right, right. Or flourish the way they should. So I, I love that. However, we also know that it's going to be a journey. And at every step, we're going to readjust and we're going to learn and we're not going to start perfect. That would be very naive again to think. In this moment, my mom hit me with this reminder that waiting to start something until it's perfect is not realistic. Obviously, it won't ever be perfect at the beginning. But for some reason, I always thought that I could create the exception to this rule. Perfectionism is something that I didn't know I struggled with until I started to embark on this side hustle journey. I had to let go of a lot, and I mean a lot of that, it's not perfect yet mindset. From spending months and months trying to find a product, to designing a product, to launching this podcast and trying to learn how to edit audio, to even figuring out how to create Instagram content. This whole experience has really tested that perfectionism mentality that I've always had. I constantly have to be reminded to keep moving forward, even when it's not perfect. We're going to start the way we see that could work, Mm -hmm. but all the adjustments are going to happen in the journey, right? And all the learnings and, and all the enhancements and all the ways, you know. One of the things that I'm thinking about is there's going to be a conference in Dallas for women's small business, kind of like startups. Uh, You come into a collective of women with the same passion, right, Mm -hmm. to bring dignity to other women in the process. Because I want to learn how that happens and not just by my own, you know, idea, but say what have other women learned already that I can leverage. Yeah. You know, so make that journey a little bit more, like you were saying, more effective. I know it's going to be challenging for me because I may have to give up some things that I really think that should be this way, you know, Mm. maybe not. Yeah. No, I mean, I like the idea. Like I said, I think there's a market for the idea now, or I mean, I think there always was. I think there's a few things. I think in today's world, of course, people maybe more than before, or maybe this is just my circle of people in my life, but I think people do want to feel like they're doing something good in the world when they buy something, because there's all this talk about sustainability. And when you buy clothes, they just go to the landfill. I don't know what got into me in this part of the conversation, because as you will hear, I started going off on this tangent. In hindsight, I think I've been suppressing this idea that I've been struggling with. But I didn't realize it until I started speaking to my mom about her business idea. People throw away clothes daily, but what happens to it? Where does it go? We're just filling up our landfills with things that do not biodegrade, which I think that is what this bag would Mm -hmm. represent, both from how it gets made and what happens to it after. (laughs) I think that could be another thing to think about. How do you make a good sustainable product? Right. From that, I don't know anything. Seriously. I don't either. I guess this is maybe something I'm learning because I've seen how millions of products are getting created. And I guess working through the suppliers in China, I'm seeing, or I guess maybe more I'm realizing that there's so many products being made every second in the world at some point, these products will be done being used by a person like these microphones. 
or the phones that we have? What do we do with them 10 years later? And how many people have phones that they have stored somewhere for 10 years and then they're like, oh, I'll just throw it out. Or, you know, I think there's so many things being made, whether it's your wine opener or this or that. What happens to it after a while? And I think that trying to figure out how to solve that problem is something that now more and more people are thinking about. Now, I don't know if anyone has the answer, and I think people are trying to make answers, but I don't know. I think that's something cool to solve for as well. I know for myself, I want to enter the entrepreneurial world. I want to create something for myself and something that others will find a lot of value in. But in creating this thing, which today is my beach bag that I will be launching, I'm starting to see the other side of this capitalistic world. And I'm just now realizing that I'm going to be a part of it. But I don't want to be a part of it just for the sake of it or just for the money. If I'm going to be a part of this world, how can I be a part of it in the most ethical way? How can I make sure my goals don't have long-term adverse effects in any capacity? I don't want to just sell a product for the sake of selling a product. I don't want the ripple effects of my goals to have a negative impact in this world. And being completely honest with you, this is something that has only been brought to my attention after a year of figuring out how to make a product because it has opened my eyes. I don't have the answers yet. But as I keep delving into this world and become more and more aware of this process of sourcing and supplying products, I do want to start figuring out how to take actions towards being a more sustainable entrepreneur and steward of this world. So it's like you're trying to help people that make the product by giving them work that they can be valued for but then also the product itself. Clearly, I can't let go of this idea of sustainability, but I realized that I have to circle it back to the mission my mom initially came to me with. How do you make this, I don't want to say valuable to the earth, but how do you prevent it from being harmful after a while to the world? To the environment. To the environment. To the environment. I think that's the, the key there. Yes, we have to be responsible environmental agencies right, and and operations, especially going into communities that battles this space. So going back to the original thought that I was having at the beginning is that, okay, I'm in Nepal. And let's say we already know that a purse is going to be the product, right, Mm these women are going to be making. But I think what I was trying to get to, not only that they were telling us, oh, maybe this product could work, but we already have defined that. And we come in and we are sourcing local materials yeah right we're not going to be importing we're not going to be doing all this crazy logistics for the sake of the environment Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. that we're going to source locally Mm -hmm. that we're going to source their textiles right yeah we're going to source their tools yeah right we're going to source local tools you know kind of just a local thing because again it's a benefit to the community overall, mm-hmm. right? To be sourcing locally. Or you can source recycled materials. Recycled as yeah. well, right? None of it is out of the, you know, the possible mm-hmm. to to do that. And, and here's the journey because it, it may be a purse, but then it starts being changed or evolving into something because of the materials that we find locally or because of the recycle opportunities that mm-hmm. we find, right? Yeah. 
And I think that could be the full story of these bags, but the bag doesn't just represent helping women. Maybe the story could be we're trying to help the entire logistics chain of creating a product from who makes it to helping the customer get something they need. And then also making sure that after 20 years, you know, we don't negatively impact the environment because of what we're trying to do. That's a lot of content. But I storytelling. But I think <laughs> the whole chain is important. Yeah. The story of helping women is important. So I just wouldn't want that to get killed off because we're then 20 years later doing something that will negatively impact the earth. Do you know right. what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I'm getting off my sustainability soapbox now. So let's get into what is next. But I guess my question that I really have is what do you see happening next to make your idea come to life? Continue the learning journey is what's going to happen next year. Mm-hmm. Very focused and very selective because like I said, I mentioned the Dallas workshop that I'm going to go to. That has a purpose. Mm-hmm. We're going to continue in our journey from an investor perspective. Mm-hmm. We need to make a decision on whether we invest for others to operate a facility or for us to get involved in it. So that decision will probably come this year. In the meantime, I am going to also do a serious framework Mm -hmm. to be able to apply it at the moment to say, okay, we're ready to start. Mm -hmm. We have the framework and we know kind of the operational potential cost and and resources are going to be needed. We also need to decide on a place to start. Yeah. Right. So those are the things that are coming next. Would you not start where grandma can help you the most? That is the the place that is frictionless, yeah. right? To go with what we know, where we know it, with the people that we know. We're going to definitely do that. Mm. But because grandma is in a metro area, mm. this needs to go to the villages. And so that's kind of the thing that I don't know how that happens right now, but that's just me. Mm. As more people come into the idea, I think others also are going to contribute to, oh, for sure. to how to bridge that gap, especially how to have an operation in a small village on, you know. Where oh, yeah. So you're going to create your business plan? That's a uh, part of it. Yeah. yeah. That sounds exciting. (laughs) A lot of goodness to come. Yeah, no, it is a good thing. I do agree with the concept of it, for sure. Do you want to see my bag? I I cannot wait to see your bag. I'm going to pause it here because, well, as I was editing our conversation, I realized that it would be better to finish off with a part three. My mom and I start talking about the more business side of things. We compare selling on Amazon to selling on Etsy versus selling on your own website. Our conversation does turn into a more businessy discussion. So I will leave that for a part three and we will finish this next week. Stay tuned. If you like what you hear, subscribe to this podcast and to help spread the word as we are brand new. Rate and review us five stars to help get the podcast out there. Follow us on our Instagram page at starting over underscore in real time for more fun content about the journey. Any and all support is always appreciated. I cannot wait to continue to share this journey with you.